listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Happy New Year and welcome to the January 2009 edition of American RVer. This month we take you to Mexico and talk with Dan and Diane Wallace, Canadians who have traveled extensively in Mexico and have some great tips on how it's done. Next in our product spotlight, we take hard southwestern water and soften it up with a portable water softening system from the On The Go Company based in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So let's get on with this month's show. We find ourselves in Bahia de Quino in Mexico. Now that's the first trip for us to Mexico and we were a little bit hesitant, but one of the first people we met along the way was at a little place called El Cactus RV Park. You fortunately let us in the gate so we could spend the night here. And Dan and Diane are two people from Canada who've been coming to Mexico for how many years? 25 maybe? Yeah, 25 years. So we thought they would be the perfect couple to tell us about travel in Mexico because they've been more places than any, probably anybody. <laughs> We've seen a lot of Mexico. Yeah, so what are some tips? What do you need to know if you're traveling into Mexico? Don't be afraid to go. Well, that's been one of the things. We were very nervous about crossing that border. Did you have a problem? We didn't have any trouble at all. But don't forget to keep those pieces of paper in quadruplicate because sometimes you hit a customs person or an entry person uh -huh. and they will ask for copies of your birth certificate or your passport. Driver's license. Driver's license. So you Passport. Yes. Mm -hmm. we, but you we, never know. And what book should we have read to tell us this? <laughs> but does any customs guy really give you the, the full picture before you hit the border? I, I think it's really tough to find, the com like you say, the complete picture. Yeah. Right. So you hear things here and there. Now we needed to get separate Mexican auto insurance. Yes. And make sure we had liability, liability coverage. Yeah. And then of course getting the copies of all your paperwork, including that insurance. Um, now we also had to get a visa. Tell me about getting a visa and where you need it and where you don't need it. Canadians do not require a visa in Mexico. Okay, but Americans do. See, So you can travel anywhere in Mexico and not have to have a visa. Correct. But we're, we don't have the advantage of traveling in the free zone that Americans have. That applies only to Americans. It doesn't apply to Canadians. So that means that we don't have to buy a vehicle permit for this free zone, which is Sonora. And Dan, you were telling me where those yeah. borders are. It's everything west of D15 or D15, which is the main road that goes north and south through Sonora, and west through uh, all the way to Baja, California. All of Baja is free zone for Americans. And it goes down as far as what town? Uh, Guaymas, Guaymas and San Carlos. And so then if you're staying somewhere within that free zone and you're an American, you don't need to pay the extra fee no insurance, for your car. No extra insurance. Oh. Your American insurance will cover you in that free zone. Okay. 
Well, that's right. something each individual will have to check with sure their insurance not. company. Exactly. Ours said it would not, so okay. we had to get separate Mexican insurance. But if you then are traveling outside of that free zone and you're and you need to buy a permit, you can get that along those border towns. Is that right? Only yes. at the border towns. Absolutely. Only at the border towns. Now we were very fortunate. One time we were way down and then we realized we needed something for a car and we were able to go to an immigration office in one of the larger centers and they were able to set us up with the paperwork for the mm -hmm. car. Mm -hmm. All we had to do is speak uh, nice to them and they were bent over backwards to get all the paperwork for us. Uh -huh. I, I wouldn't want to count on that though. Yeah. I mean, it could be difficult. You could come into a small office where they just not don't even have the information themselves on how to help you get through some of the steps, you know, if they don't have to deal with that very often. Right. So you're better so off. So try to plan ahead for that if you can. And there are so many good companies in Arizona or Texas or California, whatever, just go on a website and look it up. Yeah. And there are lots of different companies that will provide right. you with the information you need. Now, 25 years traveling in Mexico, have you ever gotten sick because of drinking the water or eating some of the food? Or the what trots, do we have to worry about that? I think at that time it was because I had too many cervezas, to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> and I think that happens to everybody who comes from a colder place, and suddenly it's hot and warm, and you're in the water. Probably drank a cupful inadvertently in the ocean, and ate too many nice shrimp, and had too many drinks, and and um, but nothing. But traveling in an RV, are most of the RV parks set up with uh, clean water? Some are, but we don't we don't put ourselves exclusively into an RV park. We, per, we don't care for locked gates a great deal. We have parked in school soccer lots, but we've asked permission. Sometimes we've been stuck at night and just can't drive and it's getting too dangerous and because we don't know the roads. And we've stayed in a Pemex station. What's the biggest RV you think someone should travel in, in country in Mexico in? Well, if you're, if you're staying on what we call the west side, which is all the way down to Bursarias, most of the lots down here will take a 40-foot motorhome. Oh. But when you get outside of this commercialized zone for motorhome or RVing, 30-foot is maximum because most of them are very small RV parks. Mm -hmm. And uh, the big ones just don't have the room to turn around, or right. And you wouldn't want to get stuck somewhere. That's right. No. And they have, there are such wonderful towns, especially in the central part of Mexico, like Guadalajara. These are old, old, old cities. They're from the 1500s, the 1600s, mm. and the streets and and the central towns that of town parts of town that are so charming. They're not equipped for big machines, and some big machines don't tow a car. So you right. either have to get out with your pesos and catch a local bus and park outside of some of these big cities, but you do put yourself at a disadvantage the larger the vehicle if you go into the older parts of Mexico, just because of the fact they were built many, many centuries ago. Have you ever felt unsafe staying at these Pemex stations or any of those places? Never. First of all, if you have to stay at a Pemex and you don't really choose to because it's busy all night long, there's an armed guard at every Pemex where the big trucks come in, mm -hmm. and he's got a, an automatic weapon. I don't think you'd be safer anywhere. <laughs> okay. Because Pemex is cash only. Oh, right. So those big trucks, some of them do take cards now, but a lot of them they deal in cash, so they have to ensure right. that there's safety for, for, that, for that station. But so there's no problem. Even when we were uh, traveling, we travel by ourselves, and oh, we've traveled all the way down the west coast, all the way up the east coast, down the middle of Mexico, and we've never felt 
anywhere that we've been less secure than we were at home. How about that? Well, what about um, speech? What about language? Mm -hmm. Oh, I have an, an interpreter. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Bring a Spanish-speaking person with you. I lived through in Spanish, but I've been acquiring more and more with each journey. But you know, a lot of kids take English in school. And you can almost always find somebody who will speak English. Or get your dictionary and just you get a piece of paper and write down five or six words. They'll understand. You use your hands. We can, we can communicate. Okay. And Di Diane can't speak technical terms, so when I needed the motorhome fixed, since I'm a mechanic, I was able to very easily explain to the mechanics, even though I'm using different terms, what I needed done to the motorhome. And every place we've ever had a problem or taken the motorhome to be fixed, boom, it was done. There was yeah. no sound. Yeah, and good back. quality. You didn't have sure. to worry about the Any no? big fix. city has a GM dealership. They've got Honda dealerships. Ah. Bigger cities have got Jaguar dealerships. So really, you take it to, to, a small town is different, but the mechanics are innovative. <laughs> but they'll get you to a bigger... What does that mean? <laughs> a bigger dealership where right. they've got the, parts. the same kind yeah. of parts right. that they're going to have anywhere. What about money? Do you have to cha change all your Canadian or American money into pesos before you come into well, we, Mexico? We take a small amount of money with us, but we use our bank cards here just like we use them at home and they automatically change it to pesos. In fact, it's really good because when you see your bank account's got 45,000 in the checking in it, account, it's wonderful. Oh, it because, feels good. Yeah, it feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's only about $4,000 on money at home. <laughs> and but, over the years, at one time, you had to go and line up at a bank. And in some small towns, they couldn't make change for you. But now there are bank machines everywhere, everywhere. you go. So, I mean, it's just simply not a problem for anybody, anywhere. Yeah, and um, if you had to say one thing was that was the best about your experiences in Mexico, what would that be? Oh, the friendly people. Uh-huh. The people here. It doesn't matter whether you're asking directions or you're talking mm -hmm. to them on the street. The people away from the border, when you get down into what's real Mexico, the people are so wonderful to be around. Uh, My perception is a lot of people will go to a Tijuana or they'll go to Ensenada, and they're sad, sad places. Hmm. They feed the appetites of a lot of people who come to get something that most of us don't want to have anything to do with. And so that creates a community where there's a lot of poverty and there's a lot of need and there's a lot of greed. Mm -hmm. And there's a... so that... That isn't, that isn't, and people say, oh, we went there and I'll never go to Mexico. That is not what Mexico is about. So keep an open mind, be prepared with your insurance and your paperwork, yeah. know that Americans have a free zone in Sonora, mm -hmm. and know where those boundaries are. Uh, take some money, but know that you can always get money, mm -hmm. and someone's going to be there to help you. Definitely. I believe so. And the weather is fabulous. fabulous. Yes. <laughs> That's right. It's better than 20. All the things you read about, don't wear, don't wear fancy necklaces and earrings or anything like that. I mean, but you wouldn't do that if you were walking in any place in... In a big city somewhere else. In a big else. city anywhere or in right. a little city or whatever. Right. Um, and just enjoy. The food is great and the people are friendly. Don't ask directions. If they give you directions, they want to make you feel good. If they say it'll take you half an hour, it will take okay. you an hour and a half. <laughs> so that there are little things like that that are a wee bit different. But right, I think they're okay. down the block. When they say it's just down the block, a couple of streets, it could be 5, 10, 15 blocks on your right. But they're trying to be very, very helpful. And okay. it's, they've been really good. Okay. 
Well, good. So I would encourage you to allay your feel, fears. If you want to come to Mexico, just go for it. Just do it and you'll be fine. Let's hope Another you'll thought? be fine. We have stopped at a police station in a small town with no place to sit at and have said, can you help us? And they go out and they find somebody who's got a yard and we spend the night in safety and with somebody saying, would you like a tortilla? <laughs> it's just well, wonderful. that's awesome. Yeah, Good. Well, thanks for taking your time to you. visit with us and tell everybody a little bit more about Mexico and what that's really like as far as traveling. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. Up next, soften your water, prevent dry skin, and save money doing it with an on-the-go portable water softener. RVers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on-site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service. American RVer fans, we are giving away a new Apple iPod 3rd Generation Nano. To enter our contest, just go to our homepage at AmericanRVer.com, click on the December 08 or January 09 webisode links, and put your email into the screen that comes up. You can also decide to receive our new monthly newsletter at that time. A random drawing will be held on February 5th, 2009 to determine the winner. Remember to go to our homepage in December and January to enter. This is our way of saying thanks for watching. You know, Peg and I do a lot of traveling around the country, and we've been in the Southwest for quite a while. And in the Southwest, the water is very hard. And so we decided that uh, we didn't like the feel of the water. So we contacted a company called On The Go Portable Water Softeners, and they sent us this unit that you see in front of me here. Um, this is a PWS, a water softening system, and it is uh, about uh, 0.25 cubic feet worth of tank. And it's a very simple system to use, and we decided to give it a try and see if that would help with the water situation. Of course, it's used across the country. Basically, how it works is within this fiberglass tank, is a resin and the resin uh, is kind of like beads, small beads that attract the minerals in the water and basically what it does is the water just flows through here and as the uh, minerals get attracted to the resin the minerals are stripped out of the water therefore you have soft water quote unquote on the other end and it works quite well and basically this particular unit um, is uh, from on the go, as I said, and very simple to operate, and we're gonna show you how it works. Now this unit sits on the ground, and uh, basically what you do is put it in line with your hoses. It comes with a valve, an inline valve. Um, it also comes with uh, test strips, and it comes with a backwash adapter, and a short potable hose, so that you can hook it into your system. The first thing we're gonna do before we set this up, is we're going to test the water. And we're going to see what kind of hardness we have with the water. Now, as I said, we're in the southwest, so the water is quite hard here. So the first thing you want to do is you want to test the water coming out of the faucet bib by your RV. And you're going to put a little bit in a glass, a clean glass, and then from there you're going to dunk the strip into the glass, 
hold it for about three seconds and pull it out and look at how it compares, the, the color compares to the color that's on the outside of the package. Now, uh, in our case, the hardness was about 30, which is pretty hard, actually. And um, so you want to get that basis so you know what you're dealing with before you actually hook up the system. All right, well, then what you're going to do is you're going to hook up the system. Now, the system does sit upright. Um, we, we basically take the hose from the uh, faucet bib. We're going to hook it into the inlet. But before we do that, of course, we're going to put on the inlet valve so that we can turn it on and off if we need to at some point down the road. Um, the first time you hook this up and you hook up your inlet, you want to flush the tank. Now you want to flush it for three to five minutes. And just let the water run outside on the exterior part of the tank uh, out of the outlet valve. And you want that just so it takes all the impurities out of the tank and it makes for a better installation and you don't get those impurities going into your uh, RV. Once that is done, you basically then will hook up another exterior hose, uh, either from your coach or you can use the one that's provided, the little short potable water hose, and hook that into your coach. Now, depending on what you have in your motorhome or your RV, your fifth wheel, um, sometimes you have a, a hose that comes out of the side of the unit and goes into the tank. Sometimes you have a hose that actually is attached to the unit and comes out. So you'll have to figure it out for yourself as far as which way you hook that up. But it's very simple. You just want to put this in line with the incoming water. Okay, now we've got the unit hooked up and we want to go inside and check the softness of the water with the test strips. Now, of course, you're going to have to run the water a little bit in your uh, RV because you still have some of the old water that was in the pipes in there. So use it for about an hour or so on and off and uh, then go in and get another glass, clean glass, and you want to take some water out of the faucet this time. Now, you want to also then dunk the test strip in to check out what the difference is take it out and compare it to what's on the outside of the package. And lo and behold, you're gonna have soft water. Now, when we tested ours, it was around uh, zero, zero to one. And remember, it started out with a 30. So that is a huge difference in the softness of the water. And you can actually feel that on your skin because it will help your skin, your scalp. Um, it really makes a difference. And it'll also make a difference with your pipes your hot water heater, some of your appliances, uh, the water spots in your faucets. I mean, it really does a great job. And as I said, this comes from on-the-go. And the on-the-go portable water softener people tell me that uh, you can run about 300 to 700 gallons through this unit. And then you'll have to recharge it. Now, what do we mean by recharge or regenerate it? Well, it's a very simple process. And what you're going to do is basically you're going to shut off the valve and you're going to unhook your water from the faucet. Now, if you've used it for a month or so, you also want to back flush it and you're going to use the little black back flush adapter that they give you and you're going to put that on the outgoing part of the unit and you're going to run your hose from the uh, faucet bib into that so that you're going to run the water basically backwards through the unit. Slowly running the water at first for a few minutes and then increasing the pressure for several minutes after that. You back flush the unit monthly or before regenerating the system. What you're going to do at that point, once you get it flushed out, you're going to take the hoses off, you're going to loosen the top, open this right up, and you're going to take common 
table salt. Now this table salt we got from Walmart for 33 cents. It's very inexpensive. And you're gonna dump the whole uh, box of table salt in the top of this unit. And once you do that, what you're doing is basically then stripping all of the uh, material, all of the minerals from the resin. And you're gonna flush those out again. And that salt is what actually acts as that medium. So you're gonna put the salt in, you're gonna run water into the unit for about 15 minutes or so. And then you're gonna let it set for about 15 minutes so that it creates kind of a brine in there. Make sure you put the top on nice and tight before you do all that. And then after you let it sit for 15 minutes, you're gonna flush it out again. And you're gonna just let the water run through it. Do not have it connected to your RV. You're just gonna let it run through and you're gonna let it run out in the stream of about a pencil, the size of a pencil. And you're gonna test it every once in a while. You're gonna actually taste the water. And when the water stops tasting like salt, well, then you're good to go. And you can hook up your output hose that goes into your RV and you are regenerated and it's ready for another three to 700 gallons. This on-the-go water softening system, we think, is a great thing to have no matter where you're going across the country. It weighs about 18 pounds, it's about 22 inches high, and it's just under seven inches in diameter. And so it's a fairly small unit. You can actually set it upright when you travel or you can lay it down. Normally, um, when you're using it, it's sitting in, it's in an upright position. Uh, that's how it works properly. Um, but once you're done using it, you can lay it down to store it. And of course, you have to drain your water out of it before you do that. But there's also caps that come with it that will seal both sides so the water won't leak out. Now, if you're interested in this system, it's $329.95. But the online ordering discount price is $306.95 plus $18 shipping and handling from their website. You can purchase this unit for $265 with free shipping and handling. And all you have to do is go to our website at www.americanrvere.com and you can go to our stuff page and on that page you'll see a link to purchase this unit and it's a great savings. You save about $42 if you buy it through us in the month of January. So I hope you'll do that and I hope you'll enjoy soft water and uh, next month what we're going to do is we're going to show you another product from On The Go which is a portable deionizer. And that is a unit that you use to wash your car, your RV, uh, anything that you need to wash your motorcycle. And it will leave it spot free. It will dry spot free. So that is something everyone should be interested in. So if you use this water softener from On The Go Water Softeners, I think you'll have soft, safe, and sublime water. So we'll see you next time on American RVer. For all your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.